that even had like a positive. Were we not recording that? We weren't recording. <laughs> Let's roll it. Fuck it. All right. Three, two, one. Hello. Here. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 12 of the Purple Octopus Red Sweater Podcast. My name is Evan, joined by Wes. As always, Wes, how are you? <laughs> Doing good, buddy. I'm ready to ready to get this started. Let's go. We were, we were talking for about five minutes to you guys, just talking into the void. Um, we switched over from Anchor to this platform called Acast. Shouts out Acast. Awesome platform. We are recording this on Zoom, so it's a little bit of a weird dynamic. The first time we are recording with video, um, I did not click record for the first like five minutes. So that's on me. Hey, dash one. Um, Start off the yeah. day with a pizza. No big deal. Yeah, not a big deal. But yeah, started by talking about that game against uh, the Devils that I was at. Not a big deal. Um, yeah, so Evan was there. So I was just going on, sorry, uh, just going on saying it might It'd be one of the best games the Wings have played all fucking year. Uh, I was saying, you know, Grice, goaltenders have a rhythm that they like to do, you know, when they're told two, three days the night before. But Grice getting told the afternoon, hey, you're going tonight. I mean, he's a professional. He's been a professional for a long time. So I get it was easy to be ready. But still, you know, a big a big game for him. What a, And I mean, everybody, everybody was stepping up. And Geardson with the most pathetic fucking excuse for a chirp ever telling Bertuzzi, oh, go get vaccinated. Bertuzzi, one of the only, he is the only Detroit Red Wing and one of like 15 or 20 in the, out of the 770 or so in the NHL that hasn't had like a false positive or a, whatever they call it. So what the, like, listen, I'm double vax, so I'm not trying to fucking be an anti-vaxxer here. Um, but Geardson, weak fucking chirp. And then Bertuzzi goes, watch this vaccination. And he vaxxed the devils from winning a fucking hockey game. Tuck yeah. two. And he, he, I'm pretty sure he scored like 20 seconds after that Geardson chirp. He did. Too. He had that. And Larkin with the fucking hattie. And you were right there. Were you wearing a hat? I was not. Um, I was losing my shit. I'm like, if he doesn't throw his hat on the fucking ice. I think I even texted oh, I, would you. Have. I was like, throw your fucking hat. Yeah, I would have. Uh, I think the Geardson chirp was honestly fucking unreal. He's the only guy in the NHL. That's the only person you can chirp about that. And he got him. I mean, it, it's it's like low-hanging fruit, all that. Bertuzzi played an awesome game. Yeah, but what's your take on it? Because I've already heard your admirals, point, so let me hear your take on it. <laughs> at this point, like... No, I get it. It just sounded like you were saying the same thing R.A. said. That's why I said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, at this point, it's like, I don't <laughs> like, know. Like, yeah, okay, it was funny, but, like, that's weak, man. Like, guys are talking yeah, about, like, hey, tell your sister I need my wallet back from her nightstand. And yeah, this yeah. guy's coming in with, go, go, get, a, go get a vaccine. <laughs> go get yeah. the flu shot. Like... Fuck off, Geardson. You're weak. You're he's not weak. I wouldn't want to fight that motherfucker. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Geardson, I, I apologize. You're always a friend of our show, buddy. But <laughs> just come up with better chirps. If you're a fucking tough guy, you got it in you. Watch yeah. a fucking Bob Probert documentary. You'll find it. <laughs> um, actual game though. I think after the chirp, he scored the Bertuzzi scored the goal from Mo Sider where he danced on the blue line. Um Oh my Wilson. God, man. I got to stop yeah. you just because I've been just absolutely hard to the fact that cider just like he was, he was like at a full head of steam and just was like, Oh look, guy offside. And then he just towed the line and it was just so fucking beautiful. Like things that you, you would expect from Drew Doughty's and Eric Carlson's and Brent Burns and you know, fucking Jake Muzzins guys in this league for a long time, not, 20 year old rookies on a, a shit box yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. And a German, no offense <laughs> to the Germans, but shout out 
yeah. uh, you've been you've been plastering the world with some hockey players lately. Maybe yeah. like 15, 20 years, Germany becomes a powerhouse. Because Germans started 20 years ago, UA Croup, 25 years ago, UA Croup, first German never score a playoff goal, a cup winner for Colorado. And I mean, now we got done? Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> Fuck. Most yeah, there's a couple of guys coming up, yeah. Yeah, Thomas um, Grice too. Except I don't think he's really allowed to play for them, right? I don't. I don't think he does. But yeah, I was gonna say, watching that game because that was my that was the first time my girlfriend watched a live hockey game, and like oh, halfway, okay, okay. yeah. So like halfway through the third period, I was like, "Who is the best player tonight?" She's like, "Oh, by far, more cider." Like, it, it, totally never name watched she knew because you were wearing a cider jersey. <laughs> no, but no, it's that like he was in. Oh person, no, dude! He yeah, he. Unreal. Yeah, I can't imagine, dude. I was so fucking jealous. And that that assist where he dances the blue line and has that recognition, I didn't like understand it fully at the time. Like, gee, like at, when you see it live, it's like, wow, what a great play. But the way that the poise, yeah, like you said, it's not that's not a twenty year old. That's a Norris caliber. No, oh, yeah, um, this guy is an this guy is playing like put him with your Kale McCars. Yeah. He's an experienced veteran who's. Yeah. Not a veteran, what so fucking ever. And we've talked about this so, so many times in the podcast that like every game he gets better. He tries new things. He's more, uh, you know, he's better with the puck. He's a fluid skater, and especially in the ozone too. Like you know, he started out playing well in the ozone, but every game it seems like he's creating more dynamic chances. Um, overtime winner against Buffalo a couple games back, so he's gonna be a real fucking issue. And dude, another guy who I was impressed by, who like maybe always doesn't look great on TV, is Sam fucking Gagne. Dude, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, where, yeah, you don't be well. You know what? For the little amount of time that Gagne has the puck and the TV cameras pay attention to him, no disrespect to Sam Gagne. Yeah, Sam Gagne is my age, and since uh, like oh three oh four World Juniors, man, I fucking love that guy. Maybe oh five. I think he might be uh, two years younger than me or a year, but either way, I've loved that guy since before he was an NHLer. I've always loved having him on Detroit, but yeah. You're right. He does quiet shit behind the play that you don't mm-hmm. pick up yeah. on TV. And even when he has the puck, he's doing shit that you're just like, oh, look, he's just skating. But it's like, he, that motherfucker has been in the NHL for over 15 years. Him and Mark he Stahl. Read, he, dude, he reads the fucking lead. Like, he knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Stahl, too. They, mm-hmm. Those are guys that were all-stars, great players, you know, supposed to be Hall of Famers. I think there's a chance Mark Stahl still could be a Hall of Famer. Um, it's a slim chance, but I mean, he's been one of the best in the game during his era, during his playing time. Gagne won't be a hall of famer, but Gagne still has that eight point night in fucking Edmonton. And that is yeah, fucking yeah. something special, buddy. <laughs> that is wild. Um, I mean, obviously player of the game is Dylan Larkin Hattrick. Um, how fired up he got when he scored that goal. Like, that's the guy who's going to be in hockey town until he retires. That's a guy who loves the Red Wings, like, grew up a Wings fan, obviously grew up in, in Michigan. Sorry, Stevie's behind me yelling. But uh, <laughs> now, uh, now, this is our – now, I, I had this conversation with one of my buddies, and he agreed, but we both also agreed that a lot of people would be very angry at this. Um, I said, uh, okay, and you got to look at it a different way. I said Larkin is, like, our new Iserman. Now yeah. – I'm not trying to say, yes, Larkin is going to go score 600 goals in his career. He's going to be a fucking first ballot Hall of Famer. No, but to the Red Wings right now, who who thought Iserman was that great in 1988? Nobody, man, because he hadn't done shit. But, you know, 
10 years later, he's going, Hey, hockey town lifting cops. So what happens in, you know, in, in 2026, 27 or before when Larkin has now 10 plus years in the league, Eiserman was, you know, 13 years in the league before he won a cup and everyone wants to shit all over Larkin. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm a Steve, the guy was my idol. The guy was my role model. The guy was why I wanted to fucking play hockey. The guys are why I'm a Red Wing fan, but I mean, mm-hmm. someone's going to come along and he's going to be the next might not be as great. He's not going to be as great. But he's our next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the same role, but, but yeah, but he takes that and he has, he has pride in being the C and being the leader and being a Detroit kid and just yeah. loving playing there. Yeah. It's easy to I fall in love with Dylan Larkin as a Red Wings fan. Um, Tyler oh, Bertuzzi had a really fucking strong game as well. We talked about him. Uh, shout how do you Kyle. not fall in love with Bertuzzi too? The, dude, the way he plays. Like the kid with know, his hair just funny. all over the place and his teeth missing. <laughs> like he just looks like I want to get in a hockey fight with him. His, sorry, he is having a fit down here. But uh, Tyler Bertuzzi Oh, he knows skating. we're talking about him. Yeah. Bertuzzi's skating stride is so much worse in person than it is on TV. It's fucking ugly. It's, yeah. Hey, But you know he what? gets it done though. You know what? Luke Robitaille was told he'd never make the NHL because he couldn't skate. What up? Best left winger of all time. Not a big deal, eh? Yeah. Uh, shouts out Chris Kulo. Well, okay. Maybe not the best left winger of all time now because Alex Ovechkin did something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Robitaille, think. one of the best. And he was never supposed to make it because he sucked at skating. The Kings uh, actually took him seven rounds after they took Tom Glavin. Oh, Tom. That's right. Tom Glavin's a hockey guy. That's yeah, wild. and Tom, Tom Glavin, I actually saw an interview with him a while back. Uh, actually, I think it was sometime this year. What up, Stevie? During a <laughs> during a baseball game where they asked Glavin why he uh, why he picked uh, baseball over hockey, and he said money? he appreciates – what's that, sorry? I was going to guess money. <laughs> oh, no, he said he appreciates his teeth too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Other guys have noted that game. Sorry. Uh, Chris Kulo got his first point. Good for him. Philip Horonic got a point too. That guy can't get points in his own zone, the O zone. He's got to get points from uh, the D zone. It's just like a phenomenon. Uh, I, I don't got a problem with it, buddy. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. At this point, it's like you know it's coming. Uh, Vlad's also a good player in the watch in real life. He's always like in the corner. He's a sneaky little fucker. Dude, um, the guy is always. All, are you talking about Nemo? Yeah, yeah. Meskov, yes. Always on the puck, guy. Yeah. The guy is hungry. The puck on his stick. Or on someone else's who's going to put it in the back of the net. And, hey, you know, more times than not, he's putting it in the back of the net this year. What a fucking year he's having. Oh, yep. shout out. He may be a listener. Philharonic? No, Nemestikov. Oh, Nemestikov. Oh, sorry. I'm fucking dealing with this guy. He's screaming over here. It's hard to keep uh, keep up. Yeah. This is going to be a great podcast. Yeah, this is going to be a mess. I'm going to have to edit this a lot. Uh-huh. To take him to the... <laughs> hold on yeah hold on keep him entertained talk about uh talk about lucas Raymond a little bit oh, he's oh i'm gonna talk shoulder. about my fucking ncaa argument oh yeah go for it because i gotta fucking talk about that so this <laughs> clown so for all of you that don't know some guy he messaged us he said help me out here i don't understand how draft works for the nhl you draft a player but he goes back and plays in college Example, guys from Michigan like Owen Power last year. Are they declining mm-hmm. the option to go to that team or are they going to go back to college the next year? Can they rejoin the draft again? So I said, no, no, you know, they, they are allowed to continue their NCAA career. And some guy says, 
might might go play in the AHL, then go back to college. And I said, buddy, what are you talking about? I said, you cannot play in the AHL and then go back to playing American college hockey. And I said NCAA, but I know there's CCHA and all that. I looped it all yeah, in with yeah. NCAA. This guy comes back to me, a fucking Ranger fan. He thinks he's fucking cool. <laughs> thinks he's fucking popular because he's in New York. You can play in college, then sign an amateur tryout with the AHL team as there would be no compensation on that amateur contract. Brady Shade did this when he was college eligible, played at Hartford for the last five of the season, then went back to school. I said, no, you can sign the amateur tryout, but you can't go back to NCAA after. He goes and uh, he says, yes, you can. It happened. Shea signed as an ATO and he did not give up his college eligibility. I said, keep believing that fella. Brady Shea never played in the AHL. Also, this guy said then, oh no, sorry. That's the next guy. So I said, Brady Shea never played in the American Hockey League. And then back at Minnesota, neither has anyone else played in the AHL and ever gone back to college. So then he says... Oh, wait. Okay. Now I'm all turn around this guy's. So then another guy comes in now and he says, I know two players have done it. 100% one from the 1980s and one recently. Oh, oh, I remember the recent one Spencer Knight. He accomplished the feat. He played 21 games for Boston university in 2020. Couple days later, he made his NHL debut during the playoffs. Three games were left on Boston University's schedule when he left. It made hockey headlines. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Because you 100% can't make your NHL debut, then go to college, you fucking lunatic. Also, hey, dumb fuck, you stupid fuck. You're not even making a compelling point. You know why? Because Spencer Knight went to Boston College. You don't even know where the fuck the guy went to school. You're plucking off BU. I said he could not and did not ever go back to Boston College. Anyway, that's my NCAA rant. My other thing is don't (laughs) fucking come at me once I've started the fucking argument because I will never fucking be wrong. I feel like I'm fucking like... Brett the heart, Brett the hitman hard here. Like, oh, you want a piece of me? But no, come at me if I start the fucking argument because you will be put in the fucking ground. By the way, both of these guys, they fucking deleted all their shit and blocked me. So fuck you, you clowns, because you knew I was right. You couldn't take the fucking heat. Get out of Wes's kitchen, baby. You sort of like fucking Don Cherry for a second. Yeah, I've been trying to fucking, well, good. That's safe. That's where I'm headed. It's going to take about fucking 75 years, but. Uh, no, don't come at me when I'm right. I've been waiting to talk about that NCAA tournament story for fucking two weeks. Cause don't like, that was just the stupidest exchange of non hockey fans. Clearly like, okay, hold on. I want to jump in okay, here. I'll jump yep, in yep, here. Yep. The thing that bugs me about this whole debacle, and I'm, I'm going to put you in the wrong a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to start with you about 90% of the, the, the 10% that I hate about that whole interaction. I know it's like, you weren't intending to go this way, but the fucking hockey gatekeepers that don't want new fans like in the game, they say they do, but they fucking don't because they do shit like this. 
You know what I mean? This guy came with a real question. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But you know okay, the that? guy, the guy that posted the question though yeah. is not either one of those guys that was firing me back. Right. Yeah, so yes, so I, I I am all for having this guy, this new guy that asked the question, right, right. didn't know about the eligibility rules. Be a hockey fan, baby. Because I get I it, don't especially, even know the to, eligibility especially rules. to Americans, because once you declare for the NFL draft, like we were talking about with uh yeah, sorry, Bruce I can't Hall. think of his name, but your man, your fucking running back there yeah, Bruce declared Hall. before the bowl game. You can't do that. Well, you are you're you're just in the NHL draft, but right. but the NFL and basketball and shit also doesn't have you know the minor and leagues like NHL or like hockey does. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yes, so you get drafted, and now to answer that guy's question, now Owen Power, I think will play out his career at Michigan. Yes, you heard yep. it here first. He's never going to sign with the fucking Buffalo Sabers. We saw it from awesome. Blake Wheeler. We saw it from Jack Johnson. Jimmy VC? We saw it from Jimmy VC. Yep. Fuck you. Owen Power is an, uh, uh, you know what? He's an incredible talent. And he, Buffalo has to know that they wasted that draft pick because I said it when Buffalo was awarded the pick. I said, they're going to take power. He's going to continue to, and it'll be the best thing. And it's a great thing that power decided to go the NCAA route instead of the Ontario Hockey League, a Toronto native, because now he can wait, keep going to play at Michigan and forego his NHL eligibility. Three so, years, right? Of the, uh, but I think he, yeah, so he's in his second year now, but I think he can go back three more to go. But Buffalo year. has his rights for three years, correct? Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, until he leaves college. He leaves, what once his college, his last, co- okay, sorry, once his, it will be his fourth college season. The third yeah. season after he's right. drafted, right? They once his season ends, they have got thirty days to sign him. Mm-hmm. If not, free agent. Yep. Um, I did. What? Uh, let's uh, let's talk Detroit for a second because that's, that's the first time yeah, I've been yeah. there. Since. Oh yeah. Well, let's go to Detroit. Oh yeah. I want to hear your take on the arena. It's a fucking. Skeptical. Oh my lord. Yeah. First time I've been there since '09. So obviously, last time I was there was uh, Joe Lewis. Um, but wow, what a fucking venue. It's incredible. The city is also so over or underrated and it gets a terrible rep. That, that is a fun little city. I will say the only negative part that we witnessed there, not enough bars, not enough stuff to do. There's so many like young people in that city that want to like be lively, especially with all like, the pandemic. Uh, yeah, true. I, yep. I didn't say that, but I did, did say you that. go to the old shillelagh or what? Dude, no, it wasn't open. The old shillelagh was close. Where did, did you guys go anywhere after? We went to, uh, we tried to go to Tin Roof and the line was like around the block. That's so we the old Chalice, right? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, not sure. I, I, that was before my time. But um, we went to this Across from across... Comerica Park? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's like three floors. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. fucking, oh, that's the old Chalice, man. What a place. Can't, yeah, I'm we, so we met... that I was fucking. We met these people outside of uh, LCA and we're like, hey, we're we're now we're just like, you know, tourists coming here for a game. Where do you recommend us going? Like uh, after the game, like, oh, go to fucking Tinder if it's sick. We're like, oh, hell yeah. Go there. Yeah. Like I said, wrapped around the block. But I went to this other bar. Great time. Like Detroit's a fun city. It's going to get better and better, too. Detroit is a good city and it does get the bad rap. And you know what? Yeah. Actually, one of my favorite things was just because it, it, it touched. It was a, a Mike Illich thing and it was just after he passed away. I think it was the day yeah. he passed away. Oh, no, it was the day Detroit clawed out of bankruptcy. The city clawed themselves out of bankruptcy and Illich had just passed. 
And it was a, oh, on God. the front page of the Detroit Free Press. It was a picture of Illich in a Tigers uniform sitting in the dugout at Comerica. <laughs> and it just, and, and the quote said, Detroit is going to work its way back. And I'm sad I won't be here to see it, but people will eat their fucking words about what they said about my city. And I Good. thought, you know what? It that. was just months after Illich passed that they got out of bankruptcy. And I just love that quote. Him in yeah. the dugout in uniform saying, That's we're awesome. coming back and uh, people will eat their words. And he even, the fact that he even said, though, I'm sad I won't be here to see it. Like he knew whether it was going to take too long or he knew that he didn't have anything left. Yeah. But, oh, uh, Shout out to the Illiches, though. They basically run the city. Yeah, them um, and uh, your Uncle Dan Gilbert there from Cleveland. Yeah. Well, Detroit boy, but Cleveland. You know, he's got those fucking, oh, you want a rocket mortgage? Yeah. <laughs> Guy's been trying to buy the fucking pistons for years. They won't sell it. I, okay, I dated a girl from Detroit who worked for Quicken Loans. And all she talked about, she was like, oh, Uncle Dan. Oh, Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan. Mike Illich is the biggest piece of shit ever. Dan Gilbert's the greatest. What? I was like, you better eat your words, you bitch. Yeah, Illich is like, God. Yeah, the, the relationship didn't work out uh, too long. Uh, you know, there was the first, there was the thing where she worked like 15 hours a day. Um, and then the thing where she liked to talk shit about Mike Illich over Dan Gilbert, who let LeBron breakers, James yeah. spit in his face and then just come back in the dressing room, slop him, spit in his <laughs> face again, and then win a championship and slap him and leave again. Dale Gilbert's a little fucking bitch. Illich never would have put up with that shit from Iserman or anyone else. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk, uh, let's talk playoffs real quick, and then we'll get to the elephant in the room, which is COVID. Uh, right now. Wild card spot. We are hanging on there. We got three games. Boston has three games, five games. Oh God, five games in hand on us. Three points back. Um, yeah, I mean, w- your guess right now, thirty-one games in. Where are we standing at the end of the year? Where are the Red Wings standing? Yeah. Not in the playoffs, buddy. Not in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, I don't. The point I mean, okay, is- yeah, we'll we'll get a we'll get a shot at a lottery pick, but I really don't think we have a chance. Um, but then again, you know what? Like, magic, magic's this, gonna happen. Like we, well, well, no, it's not. It's not that <laughs> that I'm thinking, but but you know what? It could be magic done by someone else that or that uh, 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 something bad that happens to another team turns out being our magic. I know we talked about the beginning of the year, and I kept saying American Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Throw that shit all out the window because COVID roared back in the fucking league and it's shutting it down again. Oh, and I see. People going don't this. think okay. this has implications. The COVID absolutely does because you can lose guys. Hey, look at Matt Murray. I don't know if you've heard. It's been all over Canadian TSN and and Sportsnet the last couple of days. Matt Murray was sent to the AHL because he is still dealing with side effects from him having COVID, and that's why he's not at the top of his physical game. Because he oh, is shit. still dealing with COVID side effects. That's fucking brutal. I didn't even know he actually had who, it. Who was the uh, prospect uh, last year who had like a really bad game? Was that uh, Cole Perfetti? Oh, Marco Rossi. Marco Rossi, yes. Swiss, he had it Swiss really guy bad. from Minnesota, yeah. He's and, a yeah, stud, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's uh, he's playing this year, and he's crediting a lot of it to these uh, his like Swiss trainer and doctor, I believe, who really yeah. helped him because he missed all year. Like yeah, he didn't yeah, even yeah. play in Switzerland bad. because it was not bad. Good for him. But uh, you know, we he's... we're at fucking uh 
like I'm in Canada here. We're getting ready for another lockdown. Quebec went into a lockdown today. All right, they did. Oh my God! Uh, really? buddy, they shut down bars, restaurants, gyms, schools. Uh, they're oh, right there it is. I feel like Ontario's coming next, and um, now I've completely forgot what the fuck we were talking about before. No, you're good. We're, we're, we're going to transition to COVID anyway. Because no, I know, of... but what were we just saying? And then I was talking about Quebec getting shut down in Ontario. We're talking about uh, uh, Matt Murray and... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Marco Rossi, or yeah, he had to fucking miss all last year. Mm-hmm. Shit's getting cut down, whatever it is. But yeah, but Matt Murray, um, yeah, you know, hope hopefully everything goes better with him. Hey, I saw a tweet from Bobby Ryan. Something about Philip. Somebody had tweeted something about Philip Zadina not being not playing real well, and Bobby Ryan said, "You have no idea what this guy is like. He's fine. Just give him a little time." And I thought, you know what? I will take that from a Bobby Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously the big news with COVID uh, league wide. Today it was confirmed. We knew this was coming, but the Olympics are no longer happening. We haven't recorded in what almost two weeks now, so we haven't gotten a chance to talk about it heating up. But yeah, official. Hey, but hold on, hold on. First, the Olympics. Pause. Stop. <laughs> there, there are players that are talking to agents, taking out their own their own insurance things. Sidney Crosby's one. Sydney Whoa. wants to go to China. Here's what I'm thinking, Sid. Are you going to China by yourself to play with the Canadian World Junior Squad? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. going on? The thing is, though, okay, this might be a hot take, but if if Sid, who's like the poster child for Canadian hockey, if he goes, you think guys are going to rally behind him? Yeah, because I think, I, first off, I think if Sid stands up and goes to yeah. fucking China, there's un, there's him. there's no doubt in my mind that Alex Ovechkin goes, fucking right, I'm going. Because yeah. Ovechkin yeah. was willing to fucking – he even said last time in 18, he said, I'll, I don't care about the NHL. I want to go to the Olympics. So yeah. I, I think then he follows. Then I think maybe some suits follow. Uh, like a yeah. Jack Eichel I, but, on the American front. I don't, I don't, I don't think they should. No, I don't think Vegas would even allow him to get that, outside insurance yeah. because they'd be like, okay, now we don't have talk to show Plus for the this. back or yeah, our yeah. picks and all this shit. Yeah. Hey, did you hear about the Anaheim trade that apparently want they wanted Drysdale and Segrist, Buffalo for Eichel? They wanted Dr- Drysdale, Segrist, and two firsts for Eichel. And, and Anaheim's doctors weren't comfortable with the disc surgery that Eichel wanted. So that's why they didn't make the trade. I wouldn't make that trade even Dude, if he they was better healthy. goddamn thank those fucking doctors yeah. for not approving that surgery. Not because I think the surgery is bad. Because you would have put the Anaheim Ducks seven years, eight years, ten years, seven to ten years behind. Yeah, because right now they're coming have... up with Zegers and Drysdale. This is this yeah. is your Perry and Getzlav, and then I you actually... had some, and then you had Hall of Famers that helped them as young guys win the cup. Guess what? You got Getzy still there. You don't think he's helping Drysdale and Zegers? Yeah, Get the yeah, fuck yeah. out! You want to trade both of those guys for what? For Eichel? Hey, no offense to Jack Eichel, but. Zegras is dirty, special. dude. Special. I got my He's US jersey. I kind of want to show it just for Zegras. Like, I'm not supporting yeah. the United States in any way. I just want to support Trevor Zegras. The guy is He's so nasty. Every single day. He's going to come sucking or third and call it. Yoda on like Star Wars night. Did you see the like, video? <laughs> I saw that and. His stupid laugh. Oh, okay. Speaking of videos, did you see the Dylan Larkin, the beer video? 
That was awesome. Yeah, you got 20 bucks. I spilled that guy's beer. The the fucking trainer's like, what the fuck you need 20 dollars? Yeah. yeah that was he's awesome. like, you got your wallet? Yeah, Dylan. You got 20 bucks? And then Larkin's like, don't worry, I got 20 bucks in my stall. That guy I plays his fucking think, ass off. I don't think the guy was worried that Larkin wouldn't be able to pay him back twenty dollars. I'm so impressed by that Could guy. You watching imagine if you gave Larkin twenty bucks and you were the trainer and you're chasing him for a year, like, <laughs> hey, Larkin, Dylan, I know you got your paycheck this week. It was four hundred eighty thousand dollars. Give me twenty dollars, yeah. <laughs> dude. Um. Yes. Oh. Oh. Speaking of, so is, also is, hold on. If I was the trainer. I listen, this is how I am though. I would have probably went into Lurkin's stall, went through his wallet, got 20, and then paid with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as COVID relates to the wings, uh came out today that Ernie and Jordan Osterley are placed on COVID-19 protocol. Um, they're adding on to the list of, that was already uh Blash, Tangay, uh Gag, Suter, Valeno, Fabry, Rasmussen. Rowney, Smith, <clears throat> Zadina, and then Nidakovich, Um, and Weintraub. So that's not great. Good news is we are heading into a break until uh twelve twenty seven is the next game, I believe. So we get we've got about a, almost a week here to get some uh now as far as I know, the NHL is going ahead tonight and tomorrow. They only well, got seven they've only got seven games that they haven't yet postponed. Knock them out of the way. Well, I, I don't if, know. If you, you can, the one if was, you can get them done. I don't know. I didn't see anything today. What happened? There was one. There's two games tonight. One got postponed. The only game that's happening right now is Tampa Bay versus uh, Vegas. The other game that was postponed, I believe, was um, fuck. There wasn't. There was. There was one more game. Carolina, Boston. Yep. There you go. That was the other game that was scheduled. That one's postponed now too. So um, they're heading into well, the, the break. other five were postponed. Yeah. Yeah, and then so they're, they're the other playing. seven were postponed. Sorry, there should have been nine games tonight. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay, cool. So, uh, speaking of that break, it seems like we're done until the tw- day after Christmas. Wings play, wings pick, pick back up on the twenty seventh. Um, Sorry, I I hate to inform you that for like two weeks, I'm really probably not going to care a whole lot. I know. Same here. You're an American. You don't understand that on Boxing Day, and you don't even know Boxing Day. The day after Christmas, for anyone who doesn't know, in Canada, we call it Boxing Day. Buddy, I'm going to glue to my TV. It's all about the world fucking juniors from the 26th to the 6th. We could live stream or something for that. Uh, Yeah. Well, you can live stream the Canada-USA game where I watch you fucking pick your face up off the floor when you can't believe what Shane Wright and Connor Bedard are doing to these American Who do you think finishes with more points, Bedard or Wright? I saw that Wright's on the fourth line. Yeah, I think Bedard's with him. I think Bedard's on the second line, what I saw. Oh, could be because Wright's playing center and Bedard's not, though. Playing wing, yeah. Yeah, they they may. Um, but, I mean, dude, Owen Power, fucking uh, Kosa, uh, Boshi, the goalie from London who's supposed to be a top pick, uh, Dylan Gunther, who was uh, ninth overall, I believe, to Arizona this past year. Yep. Dude, and Connor Bedard, he's only the seventh player to play his 16-year-old year for Team Canada. Yeah. Did you see the list of the others? <laughs> Not a big deal. The company's in, eh? It, I know it's like Gretz, Lindros. Um... Gretzky, Lindros, Crosby, McDavid, Bomeister, and Spezza. And Spezza, yes. Yeah, Spezza was the last one. 
Uh, but yeah, this, this, Hey, I got a Jason Spezza jersey. Windsor Spitfires. I don't have it out. You know what I'm going to do if we're doing video and posting it? I'm going to hang one lucky jersey behind me every week here. There you go. Yeah, I got that too. I got four wings jerseys. Um, but a couple of Red Wings on this uh, this team, Sabrango and Cosa Red. That's it. Those two guys. So, and Sabrango. Dude, I was not – like, he was drafted two or three. I wasn't sure he was still junior eligible, and he hasn't played for the juniors before. I love it. Fucking love oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's great. I yeah. love that this guy has now come to the point where – He's making the Canadian junior team. And now Iserman and the rest of the wings management is like, Hey, 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 this isn't an AHL defenseman. We got on our books. Like, you know what I mean? He was right in line to be like the next uh, lash off where he just, so, yeah, you know, just a HL cleans for up the AHL for 15 years. It yeah. makes like, you know, maybe, maybe in those 15 years, he gets 40 games played. Yep. Dude, yep. he's working himself up now. Like, if him and Jared McIsaac and Edvinson next year get shot up, stop, stop me from talking. Cause most of it's probably stupid, but no. And one more guy, McIsaac and Edvinson could all be NHLers next year. Well, along actually, with Cider gonna, and Osterley. I was going to say two more players too. Um, as far as uh team USA world juniors, Carter Mazer having a great year. Yes, he um, is. And he's playing with his brother, I believe in college. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking Red Savage. He's Savage definitely is playing with his brother. He's the second guy. Red Savage is also on the USA team. I think Red Savage is going to be an NHLer. Do you know who else is? Hey, okay. Uh, Maybe I'm missing this. Is T-Bone on the US team? Uh, Or maybe he was at the camp. Might have been at the camp. He's a forward, right? Yeah, Davis Codd. Yeah, Davis Codd. He's not on the roster. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, still- yeah, he probably wouldn't be. He's not really having a good year. So maybe he was just at camp. But hey, he's a Michigan kid too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's get the fucking T bone sign. What are you waiting for? Car- Carter Mazer's a Michigan guy. Oh, is he too? Yeah, he's from Jackson. So that's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> fuck, was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. No, we, we texted about this uh, a little bit that. The, the prospects, dude, every single one of them, for the most part, is overperforming. We're going to have, like, a big roster, not situation, but guys will be fighting for spots all up and down the fucking prospect pool. <laughs> well, you know what? It's not a bad situation when you're in a rebuild. You want that to happen. You want you want your top picks. Guys like, um, okay, let's go. Well, you want somebody, not Raymond, who is, okay, like a Leandauer Nelson, he's going to be fighting for a spot too. Well, okay, that I what I what I was kind of going to get into was you want um, and, oh, how about Shea Buin or whatever? I don't know how to say that. Is he on the U.S. Junior team? Red Wing Shea. draft pick plays at Denver with Mazur. No, I don't think he is. I don't. Okay. I don't think he, was, he was. He was drafted around before Mazur, but whatever. And now is Savage on the team? Yeah. Oh. And Savage was drafted after both of them. Sweet. I love Savage it. like what a fifth rounder or some shit? Savage fourth. Oh, also, how overall. about the fucking cross and us pulled off the Zegris uh, assist? Yes. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Uh cross Hannes. Uh you're gonna have guys like Cross Hannes fighting guys like, you know, Theodore Niederbach for mm-hmm. you know, guys that were drafted above him and are supposed to be way better. Listen, 
Hannes has done things right. Hannes was a long shot at being a player, even though he was a second round pick. Long shot. Yeah. Look at Project. his stats. Bit of a, yeah, yeah. Bit of a, but not anymore, man. 27 points in 28 games. His previous career high was 49 and 60. <laughs> Blow the roof off of it. And you know what? I love the kid. Last year, the Western Hockey League in Canada was shut down until like February. Kid went over to the U.S. and played fucking U.S. Hockey League. Then mm-hmm. came back to the WHL after. Get your hockey in, kid. Fucking love it. Cross we also, Hannes. We love the talked kid. About... I love his beautiful Chase Pearson-like mullet also. We haven't even talked about Berger and Soderblom, Wallander, Mastermony, Edvinson. You mentioned, uh, oh, oh, Shy Bum is who you're talking about. Is that what, how you or say it? Or Shy Boom? Boom? I don't know what Something I like said, that. but I feel like I said that. Yeah, I mean this prospect prospect pool is fucking. I'm not gonna boo him, but you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Dude, and uh, Sabrango too. We talk, we talk about him for a second. Yeah, Jesus no, our, our prospect pool is Emil Vero, thick, thick and delicious. So the thing that I'm not worried about it, but what could happen is what happened in Chicago, where they had to trade guys like um, like uh, Bufflin and Ladd and the uh, no, other yeah. way, like. Panarin and uh, the other. Oh, guys well, of course. So that Panarin was after, but I mean, after yeah. Chicago won the cup, same thing. They had to dump salary. They traded Bufflin yeah, Lad, yeah. who kept being great players for years and years. Who, who, um, there's another Carol who's on, he's on Carolina now, but uh, Chicago had him. They had to trade him for like nothing because you know, can't they couldn't afford their uh, after the ELC. Fuck, who, what is his name? Now I'm drawing a blank. Teravinen. Tavo Teravinen. He was on Chicago? Yeah. Yep. He oh. played. Okay. Hey, he played three years there on his ELC. Yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that. So that could, I mean, that's like the best problem to have, though, is you can trade. I completely forgot about Tavo Teravinen being a Blackhawk. Thank you for bringing that up. I think he had that like guy is a fucking points. stallion. Yeah, he had like 50 points uh, for or for Chicago one year. You're on drugs. He had 35. 30, okay, 35. I don't know. I just not have bad, six. not bad. Third year in the league, 35 and 78. When your yeah. previous, well, okay, really only his, he really only kind of played two years in Chicago because one year he only played three games. Then he played what 34 was the third and year was 70. The well, because he played in the AHL for a couple of years. Oh, he was in he was in uh, Grand, or, um, yeah, the Wolves. Yeah, Rockford, Rockford yeah. Ice Hogs. No, Chicago uh-huh. Wolves are Chicago Wolves are Columbus's team. I think it's Vegas. It might be Vegas now. Vegas. No, yeah, yeah. not anymore. Vegas. It was Vegas. Vegas now has the Henderson Silver Knights. The oh, Chicago right. Chicago right. Wolves are maybe Carolina, buddy. Yeah, maybe. Carolina, yeah! Nice, nice. It's sort of Who used to have the now. Charlotte Checkers, but they are with the Florida Panthers now. Yeah, I'm a minor league fucking buzzsaw, so get at me if you know. Oh, you want to know who, if you want to know who represents the Kalamazoo fucking K-Wings, get at me. No, who is it? I have Canucks, no idea. The Vancouver Canucks, by the way. Oh, okay, also, okay. do you know the Maine Mariners in the ECHL? They were owned by Daniel Briere. Who is Danny Breer? How are you? Who is very seriously all I'm hearing on TSN Sportsnet here in Canada? Briere is the next GM in Montreal. Forget about Luongo, Bruner, and Waugh. It's coming to Danny Briere. You know what? Good for Briere, man. Briere was a solid player years and years and years in Buffalo of such great things that they could have had. And they didn't, they just didn't have the team to put it together. I mean, 
They had Briere, Finneganov, Drury, Hasek. You know, they had fucking guys, man. They just never got it together. Palm, Palmanville. Palmanville! Hey, who plays for the Spitz? That's the Red Wings prospect. Pascal Zito. Zito, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I just thought of that. Actually, um, my buddy went to the Spitz game last week, and then I hung out with him after, and he, I was like, hey, I'm like, tell me what. I'm. All right. He messaged me. He said, hey, I'm at the Spitz game with my dad. I'll call you later. So we hung out after. I'm like, tell me what you. Uh, so I texted him. I said, tell me what you think of Pascal Zito, Wings pick. And I went over to his house after, and he's like, ah, man, he's like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't pay that much attention to him, but he's like, he's good. Yeah. Hey, um, talk to me about Paul Maurice. What do you think about that whole situation? I think Paul Maurice is a tremendously upstanding professional for standing up. And um, now I've heard some rumors where it's not the truth and Paul has health issues. I am not going to say one way or another which those are because I hate fan-led fucking rumors, especially about my hometown boy, Paul's from Windsor, where I'm from. Good old Windsor Spitfire kid. Listen, Paul's one of the best coaches the NHL has ever seen. So I think he knows that, hey, after nine years, the guys just don't listen to me anymore. And he stepped away. Hopefully that's what it is. Hopefully it's not his health. Is If it is his health, which again, I believe is a 100% vacated rumor, uh, get better soon, Paul. Paul is also uh, quite like my sister, a alumnus of the University of Windsor, the UAW goal answers. <laughs> Uh, I also just wanted to say, dude, how many coaches in the league would have that, like, side? I made a tweet about this. Uh, the balls to stand yeah, up and go, listen, I don't got these guys anymore. They're yeah. not mine. They're not mine, and I got to let them go. Good yeah. for Paul, man. I don't think many Good coaches. Good for him. I, maybe, maybe two other coaches in the league would do that. No, and he maybe felt that his seat was getting hot. But to stand up and completely go, hey. Yeah. And you know what? You do lose it, man. I got buddies that played in the league, and they tell me, too, like, you know, and anybody would, would say, you, you you need a new voice after a certain amount of time. Like, Babcock had done nothing bad in Detroit that we knew of. On the, while yeah, he was on the there. surface. While, yeah. while he, while what we knew of, while he was there. But guess what? Him leaving to Toronto, and yeah, I was upset. I was pissed. I never thought he was leaving to go to Toronto. Too. But yeah. At the same time, he was there for so long that it's it's time to change it up. Now, listen, I think Blashill's been here long enough. It's time to change He's it up. He's the second longest tenured coach in the NHL right now. That Blashill? Yeah. Okay, Nemestikov, I know you're fucking listening. 226-560-1619. Give it to Stevie. I'll coach you next year, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll even make him give you a fucking $3.5 million fucking sign. He's got to come back. He's got to come back. Oh, I don't want Blash. Who? The Masakov? Yes. Oh, Nemo. Yeah, Blash. yeah. Not Blash. Not Blash. Oh, I want Nemo I do, back, yeah. baby. I, I think that, speaking of coaching, Ben Simon. I want to go back job. to episode two where you talk your shit about, talk your shit about Nemo. From that's, episode that's, one to four, you hated no, no, Nemo. No, 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 no. That, that's yeah, a false you're narrative. Full of shit. I, Everybody I go listen to episode one where Evan Hart hated fucking uh, Vladislav Domestikov. I never hated him. I loved him when he was on Colorado. I think he's a great player. I he was on Colorado good. for three games. <laughs> what, what am I thinking of? What team was he on the most? Tampa, Rangers, Ottawa. Probably. He was, was on Tampa he... and the Rangers the most. What was the he, team was on, he was on Colorado before Detroit. 
but he was traded to Colorado from Ottawa and Ottawa Ottawa from New York. Okay. Maybe I remember him on New York the most. I don't know. Fuck me. I I obviously have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to Nemo. I'm I'm totally too. Yeah. Except when you want to talk shit about him. And then eat your fucking words. Okay. One, two, three, four, four and a half years in Tampa. Then that other half year with the Rangers. Then two more with the Rangers. Oh, no, sorry. Then one more full and then two games of the third season with the Rangers. Then traded to Ottawa, played 54 games there that season. Then traded to Colorado. So he sat in Colorado and had his nine-game cup of coffee. He could have been sent back to fucking juniors, you bum. Oh, what a great Colorado avalanche he was. I don't know why that came to my mind right away that he was playing for the ass. Because it was the know. last thing he was on. I get it. I just wanted yeah, to bust yeah. your fucking ball. Yeah, that's hey, fair. That's fair. In nine games with Colorado, he had eight points. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like that, that's. He's got 14, baby. But he hasn't scored in a long time. He's also one of those guys that, like, I noticed a lot. He was but he's also like... a fourth liner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not like he's getting ice time. Nine goals in 31 games is a ton when you're playing yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. a game. That's Bizonet with nine goals. Ha! Hey, Paul. <laughs> ha, ha! Just kidding. You couldn't do that. <laughs> Who's he playing with? Gags and... Uh... Gags and Smitty. Yeah, Gags and Smitty. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. That's what they were mostly playing, but they've been fostering around. Yeah, Gags and Smitty. Yeah, that was that's a good line. I love it. And I'll keep Gags in town as long as he wants to for I'll keep Smitty grand. in town as long as possible, too. Well, we got Smitty on the cheap for at least another year, or is it two yeah. more years? Did oh, he signed a two- or three-year deal. Yeah, go ahead. You met him. You met Smith when you were in Detroit. No, I wish, because he was on the COVID list. But So what the fuck were you doing? Because you didn't meet Giovanni. You didn't meet Carly. You were just doing nothing. I was doing you nothing. You wasted was... your whole Yeah, hey. I know. Maybe when this podcast gets a little bigger, we'll get – you know you know who I'm going to fucking DM right after we post this is Red Savage. Let's get him on the podcast. We got to get Red Savage on here. But I was going to say – You uh, act like I don't live in his DMs. <laughs> have you DM'd him before? Oh, buddy. I've DM'd every goddamn prospect we've seen since 93. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. that bad, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you're blacklisted from the You team. know what? I'm not 100% sure if I've messaged Red. Uh, but I've, I've, I've definitely – and also I don't live in guys' DMs when I try to get them on the show. I send them one message, no response. I leave them. Hey, <laughs> Namestnikov's the one that said something to us, baby. Yeah, no, that's not Nemo, dude. But, yeah, uh, I'm an Nemo guy. I'm an Nemo guy. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely uh, – I'm not 100% sure if it was to Red Savage, but I know 257% that I was in fucking T-Bone's uh, DMs at one point when we first started. I yeah, like have... I said, one message, one message I send. If the guys don't want to fucking send anything back, uh, shout out to Philip Larson, Red Wing goaltending prospect. While we're on the case, I've loved the guy. I thought he had a good career. Obviously, the Detroit Red Wing organization, it doesn't seem like now, now we're speculating, but here's this where the speculation comes from. Um, he only played seven games in Grand Rapids before being sent to Toledo um, and then played last year, oh, obviously. Yeah, he was in Toledo. Uh, wow. But then last year stayed in Europe because of, you know, the AHL not happening for yeah. a long time. This year, the Red Wings did not even invite him over from Europe. I did hit up his DM. He DM me back. 
He said, I thank you. I appreciate your support. I'm not interested in, hey, you know, shout out to Philip Larson, at least. That's for, totally hey, fair. Thanks, totally for being fair. Real, thanks for being real with us. If you don't want to be a part of something that represents this team, if that's how you feel it's totally going, fair. I'm okay with that. If yeah. you're our fucking starter next year, Philip, you better be on episode fucking one come opening night. Yeah. But shout out to Larson for at least being a man and standing up and saying, hey, keep going. Do what you do. Thank you. But no, thank you. A lot better. Hey, than, I, I got a dumb question. A lot better you. than what I got from fucking Hillary Rodon's ex loser or uh, Hillary Rodon's ex hockey player loser husband, Sean Avery. By the way, Sean Avery, don't fight me. I love Sean Avery. I love love you. Uh, The only thing is, he's responded. He just doesn't say shit about the podcast. Like, I went in his DM, and I was like, dude, I listen to your podcast, which I do. I love Sean Avery. I'm a big fan. That podcast. He's a little little out there with the anti-vax stuff. But, hey, but, you know, I I get where he's coming from. He always talks about his antibodies and shit. The guy's a pro athlete. Or, or was a pro athlete. Yeah, that's you look shame. at him, he still maintains that physique. He, he's he's fit. He's one of the healthiest people in the fucking world. How about a shiner? Whatever too, he eh? wants to say. What's that? How about a shiner still, eh? Yeah. Um, hey, so, yeah, question so I for love you. Avery. The one person. No, okay. Yeah, go on. What's that? Is uh, the O, the Q, and the WHL, are they playing right now? What's going on with them? Uh, their Windsor played this past weekend, so uh, Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. I to can you. give you on that. I I'm not gonna lie to you either. I really don't follow the junior leagues. Like I'm looking for the Red Wing. I'm prospects. a stat guy. I'll watch and I used and I used to be a Spitz guy, but okay. Uh, my boy, shout out my buddy Trevor. Uh, probably not listening. He's a fucking loser. Leaf fan, but me and him always used to go to the games, and then he had season tickets for a long time, and. I mean, I'd go or he'd call me and he'd be like, hey, you know, my ticket, my other tickets free, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, every last couple of years, I just haven't really been into it other than following Red Wing prospects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, still love the Spitfire. Shout out to him. Woo! Three times. Three banners for the Memorial Cup, baby. Back to back. You know what? I'll tell you a fucking good fucking story. So one, this one, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was 2012. We uh, I had we were going up to London. The London Knights and the Windsor Spitfires were playing in the playoffs, first round OHL playoffs, and uh, they do um, like if you're close enough in the Canadian Hockey League. Are you still there, Ev? Yeah, I'm here. Keep going. Okay, so if you're if you're a close enough proximity in the OHL, they do the playoffs as like game one, home game, game two, away game. So, yeah, yeah. So for for clarification on that, Windsor, Ontario, to where I am, to London, Ontario, is about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, so they in the playoffs do uh, game one would be in Windsor, game two in London, game three Windsor, game four London. Now a mm-hmm. team like Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds and Su- up in Sault Ste. Marie, way up north in Ontario, about eight nine hours. Teams like Ottawa up in Ontario. <laughs> Them against the Spitfires would be two home games, then two away games, because they just don't want all that travel. But so, anyways, we had gone up to London. Spits are down one nothing in the snow. Sorry, Spits are down two nothing in the series. They lose game one in London. They lose game two in Windsor. 
We go to game three. Oh, it's all fucking over, baby. There's seven <laughs> of us. There's seven of us driving up. My buddy's, my buddy Trevor's fucking Dodge Durango down the 401 in Ontario. My buddy Jeremy will tell you, he's like, Trevor, stop that. And Trevor just wants to make an immaculate time, right? Oh, we're going to get there because Trevor was running late, picking up everyone up. But so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're stuck in traffic. Hey, and there's, okay, there were six of us. We got fucking three, four cases of fucking beer in the car and we're drinking. Well, it's only an hour and a half. So we're like two cases in between like three or four of us because my buddy was driving. He's not drinking. Listen, we are drinking in the backseat. Totally illegal, but fuck it. It's years ago. You can't come at me for it. I have a question. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you guys actually call your cops Mounties? Okay. The RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, are not regular uniformed police officers. The the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are our version of the American FBI. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, so you don't see them just walking around in uniform. You can see them. You have no idea. They'll be in suits driving an unmarked charger. (laughs) Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Sorry, back to the story. Drink oh, back so, yeah, that. we're going some. So, my buddy Jeremy goes, Trevor, you got to pull over. We're dead gridlock on the fucking 401 in Ontario. Just. And my and Trevor's like, rawr, rawr. we finally get out of gridlock. Trevor, get the fuck. Take the next off ramp. I'm going to fucking piss everywhere. I swear to God. <laughs> I ain't pulling over. I ain't pulling over. Now there's like, so my buddy Jeremy goes, well, Trevor, I'm doing this. Back window of my buddy's Durango goes down. My buddy's on his knees, passed out. He goes, my buddy's driving. And he's like, Jimmy, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, you won't fucking stop. I'm pissing right out the fucking window, Trevor. Also, he's not to the window on the shoulder. He's pissing into the on lane the of traffic coming in the same direction as us. Anyways, so we get up to London. We're fucking just, uh, we're demolished before we get to London. We go into the fucking game. Okay. <clears throat> Another thing. The whole drive. We are. Um, sorry, I have to look something up here or it's going to drive me nuts. We are trying to. Look, I found it right away. We are trying to figure out. All my buddies are Jays fans. I'm not, but all the guys I went with are. We're trying to fight over. There was a Toronto Blue Jay named Shay Hillenbrand. Shay Hillenbrand. Okay. Shay Shay Hillenbrand. Okay, this is a dude. This is before you were born. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or most likely before you were born. But we're trying now. Around the same time, there was a Spitfire named Steve Steve Hildenbrand. Okay. Whose okay. brother. <laughs> Who, shout out to his brother, Jake, plays in the American Hockey League, maybe in the East Coast League, Jake Hildenbrand, goaltender. Anyways, so we're fighting the whole time. Well, not We're not fighting. We're trying to figure out which one was the spit and which one was the Blue Jay. Steve right. Hildenbrand or Shea Hildebrand. Anyways, we get to London where the six of us are in spit jerseys. I got one of those big plastic horns. Oh, yeah. The, you know, uh, so, fuck, what and you blow it, it sounds like the fucking boat air horn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout yeah. out to the 2014 World Cup. Yeah. So I'm blowing this thing. We're in London. Oh, man. And London's ready to just cripple Windsor. This London team had 
Arkadri Tavares. Oh, it was that Mesnikov. team? I know that team. Dude, the Mesnikov was on it. Yeah. This was a dirty, filthy, sickening, disgusting team. Yeah. We get to the arena. We're walking to our Six seats. Six We're walking to our seats, and we walk by Warren Reichel. You know who Warren Reichel is, former NHLer? His, his, his son's Lucas Reichel, right? No, his son is Kirby Reichel. Okay. Never mind. Warren Reichel won the Stanley Cup with the 96 Avalanche their first oh, year. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, anyways, he played a long time in the National Hockey League. A uh, very good player, Windsor guy, owned the Spitfires at the time, him and Bob Bugner. So, the so, so we're familiar. Wa- so we're walking through the arena in London, and Reichel's walking at us. Oh, no, sorry. The, first off, the, the Spitfire announcer was walking towards us in the concourse. His name was Dominic Papa. He was called the Dominator. So I'm hammered. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Dominator, let's go fucking Spitz! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, Spitz, whoa! Two feet after he walks away from us, Warren Reichel's walking at us. And I go, Warren, let's go spinch, baby. And he literally, he walks past and he taps me on the shoulder. He's like, like your energy, kid. Keep it up. Nice to see you. <laughs> That's Listen, awesome. I have drank with Warren Reichel so many fucking times. This man is a beauty. But so anyway, so we get to our seats. 20 minutes. Dude, they haven't even gone on the ice for warm-ups yet. There's and we are at the buckled. Uh, now that's an OHL arena, right? So it fits about eight, seven, eight thousand people. So it's not a gigantic barn. Yeah, we are all the way up though at the at the at the like roof and the wall, right? But again, <laughs> we're we're like first row at little no ladies, or like yeah. first section at an NHL arena. And these all of a sudden, there's six ushers in front of us, and they're pointing at me. Come. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I come down. They bring me down the steps into the concourse. There is like 20 to 40 uniformed London police officers. Mounties. No. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Dude, this story would be so much better if they called the fucking federal government on me. (laughs) So this guy's, the ushers are saying, this guy, he's got to go. He's been swearing the whole time, saying, fuck London, fuck London, fuck London. All this, there's kids, there's a family atmosphere. But also cop, fuck London. This cop grabs me by the, like, grabs me by, like, the forearm, like this, eh? He goes, let's go, son. And I went, you get them. I said, I haven't <laughs> sworn fucking once. I haven't fucking done it once. I said, I'm doing it now, but I swear to God. I said, you can't tell me that I was swearing near fucking children. Because I would, I am not that piece of shit. This man comes out of nowhere in blue jeans and a white t-shirt, takes out his wallet and flips it open and goes, don't worry, gentlemen, he's with me. And they go, okay. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So I go back to my, the guy's like, hey, go back to your seat. Have a good night. I'm like, all right, thank you. I go back to my seat. My buddies are like, what the fuck? So I'm telling them the story. I'm like, this guy comes out of nowhere, flips his wallet, saves my life. Because I was going to sit out in the fucking March cold in yeah. London. It was like minus 30 <laughs> with six feet of snow on the fucking ground. Yeah. I'm going to sit out there for four hours. The game hasn't even started. My buddy ain't going to give me the keys to his car. Anyways, I go back to my seats. I'm sitting with my buddies. This rando comes up to me and he goes, you going to buy my buddy a fucking beer or what? And I'm like, oh, excuse me? <laughs> Is that my hero? And, he goes, and he's like, my buddy, he just saved your ass. 
You want to buy him a fucking beer or don't you? And I was like, man, I didn't even know where the guy went. I was like, yeah, I'll buy him a fucking beer. I was like, just tell me where you're sitting. So he goes, he goes, I got to get beer anyway. He goes, I'll come with you. Is that okay? You know, he totally was like, oh, I'm going to stalk you until yeah, you get, yeah. but he's like, I'll come with you if you don't mind. I'm like, yeah, come with me, buddy. I don't care. I'll buy you, buddy, a beer. He literally he saved my ass. I'll buy him a fucking $9 beer. So I go, I buy a couple beers, one for me, one for this guy. I hand it to him and I go, thank you so much. I don't even know what to say to you right now. Evan, I can't but finish the story until you're back in camera because you won't fucking believe I'm what trying happened. to, hold on, I'm trying to fucking get it's my fine. I just, I just can't out. finish because this is the most outrageous thing that's ever happened in my entire life. So I bring this guy the beer and I go, hey, thank you for saving me. And he takes out his wallet and he goes, and he flips it open and he's got a police badge and he goes, yeah, I'm a London cop. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, and he goes, but I can't let a Spitz fan get kicked out of here. And then he's showing <laughs> his ID. He's Steve Hildenbrand, the oh, former shit. fire that we were talking about the whole car ride to London was the under was the off duty London cop that saved my ass because he didn't want to get a fan from his former fucking team kicked out of the fucking arena. So. Shout out to fucking Steve Hildy. You're a fucking beauty, Hildy. A fucking beauty. Wait, so that, that was in also, London? Also, you suck, Mahan. Yeah, that was in London, Ontario. How was how their arena, the Knights? Probably like an NHL arena because it's fucking London. No, it's nice, but uh, we basically uh, built a replica here in Windsor that's a little bit nicer. I'm not sure it holds as many people, though. But yeah. London has a lot more people, so Windsor wouldn't need to hold more people. Like, London has, you know, three times the population Windsor does, so they need a bigger arena. Plus, they're a fucking team that is always a Memorial Cup threat. <laughs> so, in a non... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're like a wagon. Um, but, like, in a non-COVID year, do you guys, like, typically, typically go to uh, Detroit to, like, party and shit if you're in Windsor? Fuck yeah, buddy. You... Buddy, uh, like the fucking parties on Detroit Tigers opening day. Oh, really? If you went to Comerica Park, I'll bet you 60% plus are fucking Windsor people. Dude, because, that's the... because we're like, it's cold. It's been raining. Baseball's happening. Let's go get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Also, usually it's my birthday weekend, so I just go, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway, so, so I like, might as well do it in Detroit. Okay. Yeah, that's – um. no, I was going to say the uh, – I know baseball so much better than I know hockey, and uh, it, it was fun to do this podcast mainly because, like, it's a challenge to, like, learn the game more and be more, like, in tune with the game. I don't know what – for whatever reason, I was looking this up, but is uh, Peterborough – are they typically a good junior team? The Pete's? Um, I mean, they have their years typically like any junior team. I don't know really how they've been the last yeah, like we just number said, we of years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're they're a team that more often than not would be a playoff content, uh, playoff. Okay, team. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely in the. <laughs> I mean, there's only 20 teams in the OHL, but um, yeah, yeah, they're definitely a playoff team more than they're not a playoff team. I was just looking up Steve St- uh, Eiserman's stats. Oh, you know. yeah. He was a PD. 
I want to go to Crenn. Actually, shout out to my buddy Sean Murphy, former Pete, and his son Trevor's playing in the KHL right now. He was, a, he was a. They just started playing again. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he. You know what? I want to give a shout out to Trevor Murphy here just for a sec because we talk, brought it up. He was an undrafted kid signed by Nashville. I uh, got called up when they went to Tampa. Nashville went to Tampa, so he called my buddy, his dad, and I was talking to his dad about a week later. And I'm like, how's everything going? He's like, dude, Trev called me up last week. He says to me, dad, get down to Tampa, fly out right now. I just got called up. So he flies out to Tampa. Nope, Trev's not in the lineup. The next night they're in Florida. So my buddy's like, so what do I do? I go to the air, I go back to the Tampa airport. I rent the car. I drive to fucking Fort Lauderdale, Sunrise, Miami area. He's not. Oh, he tells his dad that morning, dad on his way. He just left Tampa when he gets the message from his son. I'm not in the lineup. Something happens during pregame skate. He gets put in the lineup. Now here's the thing that was just the coolest for it. Trevor grew up playing Sun County AAA over here in Ontario. His defense, he's a defenseman. His defense partner growing up was Aaron Ekblad. Okay. Shout out to His coach growing up for Sun County, and then when he went to the OHL and played for Windsor, was Bob Bugner. His NHL debut is against Florida, who's coached by Bugner and Ekblad's on defense. So that was just absolutely fucking wild. Then he got put on waivers, didn't get taken, and he said, fuck off, I'm going to make my money in the Continental League. Yeah. See you later. I'll make 15 shoots out, over there. Shout out to big Trev Murph because he actually, I think he just got uh first team all-star over in the KHL. Oh, good shit. Oh yeah. Peter bro's got Mason McTavish. Unless Mason he got McTavish. traded. The he was like, kid. yeah, number eight or whatever. Two years I don't, ago. I don't know. Maybe Peter bro traded him, but I believe he was playing for Peter bro. Oh dude, there's fucking K games on tonight. I might watch some of those. Oh, we, we have a 10 o'clock game or I guess uh, 11 o'clock for you, but uh we have one hockey game left until Christmas. Who? Tampa Bay and Vegas. Tonight? Yeah. yeah and my there's uh My dad will probably be calling me, are you watching the one game tonight? Like, no, Dad, nobody cares about the Lightning, buddy. Who did, who did Wit play for in the K? Dynamo? Oh. I, think, I wanted to say it was... Might have been Ska. Oh, I don't think it was Ska. Hold on, I'll tell you in a sec. Sochi. Oh Christ! They're not playing tonight, dude. There's some fire games tonight. Scott versus Moscow, and then uh... okay. What do you mean by tonight? Because isn't not like ten in the morning in Russia, dude? At midnight. Well, the game started. Yeah, midnight, at midnight. So that means it's like two o'clock in the afternoon in Russia now. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have hold no on. idea what the Russian time zone is about. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The first game starts at midnight, and the last game starts at 7.30 a.m. Yeah, these time zones are fucked. Between 7 and 11 hours ahead. Christ. Well, yeah, fuck. I remember watching the fucking Olympics there in 14. Yeah, that was tough. When they were fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Dude, no, I think... I know what you're talking about because I remember it was like a blessing that there was like a 7 a.m. game. Christ. Yeah, but Canada was always on the primetime hours, baby. Yeah, it must be fucking nice. Americans took a backseat. Yeah, of course. Like yeah, it's do. American hockey. Yeah. Just, 
just how they grabbed that silver medal. I say that as I stand here, like with a, fucking, a fucking American Patriots. Get the fuck shirt. out of here, yeah. Fuck I you. hate the fucking Patriots. Yeah, I don't fucking like you much. Who cares about <laughs> Iowa State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I uh, do have to pee though. We need to take a break. Yeah, yeah, we can pause. All I can right. pause it right now. Yep. Uh, three, two, Let's one. See some hustle, he says. <laughs> three, two, one. I think we're back. I guess we'll see. I think we're back though. Okay. Well, it said recording in process, so. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it does. No, 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 we're good. Okay, cool. Um, any more wing stuff we have, and then we can. Any kinda... more what? Any more wing stuff? Uh, you know, well, let's fucking give a shout out to fucking Eisenman for saying what every single person in the whole world is thinking. Yeah. Why? Are these guys being tested every day when they have no fucking symptoms? Also, they're the healthiest, fucking most elite athletes on yeah. the planet. I do Listen, have, yeah, oh, I do have something to say about that. And you know what? They're, say, they're like, okay, yeah, we're getting oh, like a false positive or whatever. Larkin's been pulled from hockey games. Bertuzzi's been pulled from hockey games. Let's not talk about guys that have been pulled from other teams for no reason. Teams are losing games because this guy's getting pulled and he's getting pulled for no fucking purpose. So wake up, NHL. Wake up, fucking world. Wake up, governments. I don't know, man. This bullshit. I don't know. I, I, I Before I get into that, because I do have something to say about that. Guess what year Connor Bedard was born in? 2005, I think. Yeah, that's Yeah, fucked. dude, he's 16, yeah. Is this kid? Who do you think like? Dude, is, is that Mitchkov kid gonna be on Russia? Mitchkov is the year after Bedard. Yeah, but I feel like the Russians would send a nine-year-old if they had one. <laughs> if they could, they would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the sad part is like, good, good, happy and sad because obviously we want Shane Wright really bad, but we also want to make the playoffs and like be a competitive team really bad. Or like kind of in that weird limbo where we're neither of those things. But I'm happy that we're not even like thinking about the draft and getting Shane Wright. Like we're a competitive hockey team December 21st. How are you? Not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It's, like, it's, we're, a small, we're it's a small Shane miracle. Wright, but I don't know. Shane Wright's going to go somewhere else. Mm. It's not going to be fucking air. Uh, you know what? As much as I think it, the league wouldn't want to put him in Arizona, Gary Bettman would want to put him in Arizona to now, try to make them thrive. I think the only way, if, if this is a rig system, which it very well could be, the only reason he goes to Arizona is if he's planning on moving them, which you said he's not. No, dude, I think he he put Shane right there so that they make something. They, they've never, like, oh, dude, 25 years of being bad, they've never had a top pick. But also, I, I what's know their Shane... highest pick is third overall, bro, and that was Kyle Turris. Jesus. Okay, here's my point though about about this whole Arizona thing, them moving and all that. If they were to move to Houston or Quebec, not going to be Quebec City. Sorry, Canada, not going to happen. But if they if they go, uh, to... it's not going to be Quebec. It's not going to be Houston. It's they're going to stick in fucking Arizona because Batman will die on the fucking. Desert Hill before he sees the Yotes out. He's there. done this before them. Not with the Yotes. He hasn't. The Yotes, the team that he that is he's completely responsible for, and he fucking just jerks off to, and he loves them. And I get it. And there is 
like I know where you're coming from with this. And there is like a big you have like big personalities from Arizona. Like Paul Bizanet's like the biggest media guy in hockey, and he's a Arizona guy. It's not a reason to keep them in there, obviously, not even close. Austin Matthews, also an Arizona kid. Not a reason to keep them in there. I I could see them staying for that reason, like you said, that like this is like a hill he will die on. I'm talking about Batman. But it, it just is. makes it no sense. Is. It just makes no sense. Dude, that franchise is the worst franchise in the power four right now in all of the major four sports. And there's not, hey, it's by, not even, by the not way, sorry, real quick. Shout out Will Cully, Windsor Spitfire. He's on Canada's World Junior team. He's bringing a Will goal Cully. to Windsor, baby. Yeah, Will Columbus Cully. Blue Jackets, heck, I believe. He's a spit, yeah. Okay. Donovan Sabrango, Sebastian Kosa, baby. We're Caton Gully, fucking Montreal draft pick. I believe Montreal draft pick, but he also has a brother, so I could be off on that. I mean, it's Caden and uh, Brendan, right? Yeah. One of them's a Montreal prospect. That's a club I, I sent you, like, during episode, like, one or two. The Whatever Gooley hasn't been drafted yet, that kid's – he he skates like Dylan Larkin. He's an aggressive skater. Head down when he's – head down sounds bad. But you know what I mean? Like, he's just an aggressive <laughs> skater. Head up. Head up. He's a he's a head up, head down skater. Hey, what would you have said to us if we told you when we started this podcast that we'd be in a playoff spot come December twenty first? Eh, you're fucking high, and I went in on a podcast with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're on some drugs I don't even want a part of. What are you smoking, mass? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, I'm no. I'm so excited to see Bedard and oh uh, that's what I was gonna say the whole thing about Shane like Kent Johnson from Michigan Cole mm-hmm. Perfetti who's playing in the American Hockey League Jake Neighbors who played in the NHL this year for St Louis Shane Wright Connor Bedard oh, hey, I Maverick Gordon Megan what? Mitavish woo baby yeah, Carson Lambos fucking Sebastian so Kosa Canada is coming for ya you asked you took it from us last year. You ain't going to have that. No, they're not. Owen Power, shut down. Stankovan, Perfetti, right. Neighbors, McTavish, Buddy, Johnson, I think, Gun- I think Power, like, I'm looking at their defense, and, like, Power and Sabrango are going to be playing 30-plus. Ryan O'Rourke, too. That guy can move the puck. He's a, he's yeah. a sweet skater. And, and you got to think Sabrango, who plays 20-plus in the American Hockey League, is going to be just – eating minutes at the world like he's playing against juniors he plays top minutes against top talent Did now he... he's playing junior hockey again <laughs> okay sorry I, I two points i wanted to make the first about shane Wright. do you think he is a generational talent if he ends up in arizona Ooh. i say no if he, what you're saying is you're going to change his makeup if he goes to Arizona? Yeah, yeah, yeah it probably yeah, would change his makeup. His makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if he goes to like Montreal or something, he could be a generational talent. How are you? Does that makes sense. He could, he could be with a wing wheel on his fucking chest too. How are you? That would be, I mean, if that happens, then. Yeah, I mean, I still think he'll be the talent. Like, listen, if the Coyotes are staying. They need to build around if they're staying and they get Shane Wright or Connor Bedard, they need to build around Jacob Shikrin, Dylan Gunther, yeah. Shane Wright or Bedard, whichever. Clayton like, Keller. Dude, they got, they got Gun- Yeah. Well, and those guys that they're already building around, but add 
add Gunther into that. Add Wright or Bedard, maybe. And two other first round picks, by the way, as well. With a strong yeah. Canadian draft class, too. Yeah, no, um, this is definitely well, supposed I, I to be do, a very strong draft class. I do want to say, I want to bring up a name. But Jacob Shikrin. Fuck. I've been hearing He's rumors stuck. that Coyotes want to Come move to him. Detroit. Wing wheel. Dude, he was ours. Wait, what? He wasn't, was a... he wasn't technically ours. We traded that yeah. draft pick, I believe, in the Datsuk deal. So when, when Datsuk went to Arizona, they they took his, his rights on his contract on. Was that the... Yeah, hold on. Oh, well, just, I, I, I don't want to look in... like an absolute retard, so I just want to. Okay. I, I want to bring yep. a name up here. The Detroit Red Wings give Arizona a first-round pick, Jacob Shikrin, to take okay. on. So, Coyotes picked him to take on Datsuk's contract. We got a first-round pick in exchange the first year, so we just flopped firsters with them, and we took Chalowski. I was gonna. And, I was gonna guess also, Center they, they also gave us a second where we got Ronick, so we gave up Shikrin for Chelowski and Ronick and Datsuk's money off the books. Not bad. I'd love to have Shik- Shikrin, but listen, I'm not gonna be upset about Philip Ronick. No, and I think he gets. I, just, I, just, not, I know Shikrin's not as good. As, or, sorry, Ronick's not as good as Shikrin, but not even close. But whatever. But I'll take I'll, him. I'll take him. The thing I was gonna say about. Um, change the makeup of the player with right. Rasmus Dahlin, his draft year, he was supposed to be the second coming. And look where he is now with Buffalo. He he could get moved too. Like that that yeah. guy's not he I think he still he is, is a good player. though. He's a good player. He, he is play. good. Did you not see him score fucking goals against us? Bill Bar Mexico against the Red Wings. Yeah no he's good. Um he's not he, what now, they thought he was going to be though. No. Well, no, but he also, again, doesn't have the team around him to play with. That's what I'm saying. Like, now, look listen, he's Colorado got this year and two more, Coyotes. and then he expires still as an RFA, but at that point, he's got to go, hey, see ya. Because this year, two more. That's what I'm giving Owen Power. When Owen Power says, I ain't coming to Buffalo, Rasmus Dahlin's going to go, and I ain't signing a new contract, so fucking get rid of me. Because Owen Power is the only thing there that can keep Rasmus Dowling. Or a first-round pick this year, which is or the first overall pick this year, which still also could happen to Buffalo. Something big has to keep Dowling there, though. And Power being an NCAA player and having the opportunity to forego them, he is not going to be the one. If And if Owen Power doesn't forego Buffalo and he ends up signing there, I think it's a mistake and I will eat my fucking words because I am wrong, but I think 100% he goes, fuck this. No, shit. See, I, I don't disagree with you. And I didn't, I, to be honest with you, I didn't really think about that until you brought it up, but I, I could see it. Like it's, it's happened before. It's not like it's the first of its kind. Like we talked about. Dude, I, I honestly thought I I'm so into this. I thought Buffalo was going to forego him first overall to go ah, Why He's not going to sign with us. He was Let's mad at Let's take well, a junior. No, no, not even Benier. Not even Let's take Benier's, a junior yeah. kid because at least we own him. But the first five picks were fucking college players, so you couldn't do that. Joey, and Luke they were all coming from well. the same fucking team. And Ken Joey, Johnson. Yeah. Beneers, Johnson, Beneers, Hughes, Johnson, yeah. Power, and Hughes. Yeah, four yeah, or yeah. five. Four or five were Michigan players. Hey, Keenan Draper just uh, committed I, to Mesh, eh? He's kicking ass. Shout out Keenan Draper. Shout out Keenan Draper. Did you Draper. see his goal last night? Head up. No, Knee down, it. 
Ovechkin one-timer in the slot. Look up. Hey, go to Sean Avery's Twitter. Avery posted the greatest tweet about it. He put, like, something about, like, little drapes with the knee down. Way to go. Because yeah, uh, yeah. when Avery first got to the NHL, he lived at Chris Draper's house. So, I imagine Keenan Draper's kind of like a, a, a little brother, in a way, to him. Or, like, you know, somewhat of a nephew of a son. Like, he was there when oh. Keenan was just a little a little lad, you know? Avery Trade rumors. There. Or, I guess, like, Red Wings rumor. Uh, Brennan Dubinsky, rumor to Detroit. Yeah, Dubinsky doesn't play hockey anymore. I don't know where that came from. I'm unsure where you come from. Dude, I, I saw it on Twitter today, and it had traction. Dude, he's literally retired. I know. He hasn't played since 1819. Yeah. Where the fuck did you see this? I will. Let me, let me like, track it hey, down. Hey, listen, listen. If Eiserman gets him out of retirement and gives him the league minimum for one year, I got no problem with it. However, I believe he retired at fucking 33 years old because yeah. he couldn't physically play the game anymore. And hold on. If we're going after retired players... I don't want this fucking muck on our team. If we're going out to retired players, you go after one guy and one guy only. You get Scotty fucking Upshaw on this roster. <laughs> Upshaw. This guy, I will go to fucking bat for every day. I've loved Scotty Upshaw since the 2001 World Junior Tournament. The guy killed it in the NHL. The guy was part of the best line in hockey ever. The, uh, the Philly line with the other Rockets. With Carter and Richards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what do they call them? The, uh... Well, because Rocky, LeClaire, and Lindros were the Legion of Doom. Legion of Richard, Poon. Yeah. Richards, Carter, and Upshaw were the Legion of Poon. Yeah, and then when right, Carter yeah. and Richards got traded, it was Uppy and Lupul. And Lupul is just a fucking man magnet or a chick magnet. Man it, rocket it, himself. <laughs> hey, take your pick, man, I guess. But no, yeah, the Dubinsky thing was... Yeah, that's great. Like, I, I'm like... As soon as you said that, I was like, what? Dude, the guy's retired. When I saw that, I looked at his hockey DB and it was like. Hey, where did you see this? I want to see on Twitter. somebody. He, he, he played a CBJ like his, in 2018, right? That was the last year. Or 2018-2019. Yeah, he was on long-term injured. Yeah. Um, no, that was like on Red Wings Twitter today. Like that was not like that far of a shot. It's a very far shot. The guy physically couldn't play two years ago. Now he's older. He I'm saying, play. I, no, I know. I know what you're saying. I know you're, yeah, it's yeah. not you putting it on. I'm just saying that's yeah. one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Like that. Well, why doesn't Bob Probert sign too? Like that's how dumb <laughs> that is. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to track that down. I'll sign it to you so we, we can uh, discuss next pod. Yeah. Hey, hey, one. While, oh, while, sorry, while we're while we're on the uh, topic of uh, Scotty Upshaw, who yeah. honestly is one of my favorite fucking players ever. He did nothing but represent Canada beautifully. I know you'll never listen, but if it somehow means some fucking uppy, you're the man. Scotty <laughs> Upshaw, two years ago, or yeah, not last year because they didn't have the Spangler Cup last year because COVID. The year before that, he went and played for Canada in the Spangler Cup, and he texted the late R.I.P. Jimmy Hayes the brother of Kevin Hayes, the American from Boston. And Upshaw said, hey, Jimmy, we could use a guy like you. Why don't you text Sean Burke? And Jimmy texted him back and said, 
Well, I'm American. <laughs> that was on Chicklets, right? I just love that story, but fucking shout out to Scotty Upshaw. I love you, Scotty Upshaw. I'll tell you, this guy was, buddy, as a Canadian, uh, I feel like, okay, at a, let's not get this twisted at a much, 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 much worse level. I feel like I played my game kind of like Scotty Upshaw. Uh, so I think that's where, like, I think I took a lot. Uh, I mean, I was kind of, uh, I was fast. I wasn't, uh, I didn't have hands. I wasn't a goal scorer, but I could, I could tap it in the net, you know, if it was open or I would stand in front, you know, Thomas Holmstrom style. I was gonna, yeah. or, or I would, you know, oh give a, back in the day, you know, when, when they weren't calling obstruction shit, I would, you know, hook a guy so that, uh, my fucking centerman who was fast as fucking Pavel Dadsuk, Ben Corvu. Shout out to Big Benny, who could he could go on a break, and I would just be hooking the guys that were chasing him <laughs> or dragging him down. But I, uh, anyways, Scotty Upshaw, I love him. That's all I gotta say. So. I'm looking at the uh, USA and Canada roster. I will never ever question what uh, Stevie Y does, but there's so many names that we passed on that are on this on these rosters. Pasijov. On what? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean we passed on? Carter Major. Oh, was like our... in the draft? Yeah, 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 in the draft. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but we got Sebastian Costa, bro. And you got Carter Mazur, too, who made the USA team. I know, who... but let's stop. Let's let's pretend we only had one fucking pick. Yeah. This guy might be the next, like, Price, Flurry. Yeah, Vassy. Yeah. He could get up there. Also, I don't know if you've heard. I know it's a rumor because a fan put it out. Um, or no, not a fan. Somebody working with the Montreal media tweeted yesterday, uh, Carey Price is done for the year done for and, and a retirement announcement is expected. He has probably played his last game. So wow. I think, uh, you best... know what, after, after going through what he went through with his personal health, yeah, 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 yeah. after the injuries yeah. that he's sustained to the guys to say, actually, I think he might be a year younger than me. He's at far worse. Huh? He's like 32, right? Yeah, I think he's an 88 or 89. I'm an 87. He's an 87 too. He's three oh, okay, years. Okay. He's three months younger than I am. But anyways, I know shit that I've been through, injuries that I've had, and how I feel on a day to day basis. Let's not get it twisted. I don't train like Carey Price does. Right. Yeah, yeah. But he's also gone through significantly worse injuries than I yeah. have. So. You know what? If he has, if he, if Carey Price is done, um, hats off to Carey. I believe hats he would be Carey a Hall Price. of Famer. Yeah. He's had a great career. Um, the one thing that nobody can ever take from you, Carey, is that every single fucking night, and I think the you making the Stanley Cup <laughs> Finals proves that, yeah. that you left everything you ever fucking had on the ice. You have nothing to be sorry for, nothing to regret. Carrie, you went out every night. You did it how it should be done. You are a fucking professional. You loved the city. You loved the team. You loved the fans. He was uh, Montreal through and through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was just, this is what I'm here for. He was the, the Joe Sackick, Steve Eisenman player. This is my team. There's not going to be another team. This is me. Mar- uh, I, yeah, not really any uh, other yeah, goalies that you can the, really say that about. Because Brodeur left New Jersey at the end too. 
Yep, Law, yep. Law left, obviously. Flurry's not in the same spot. Price is one of the guys that Lundquist, him. I was going to say him and Lundquist. Yeah, Lundquist. The best that I ever saw. Lundquist technically left to go to Washington, but never played a game there. So he, he's always going to be a well, Ranger. Lund, yeah, Lundquist also knew that his time was up when they had that was it. Yeah, yeah. George Ev and yeah. I mean, he knew he was like when the when you're a Vezina finalist and then in the playoffs, you're a fucking healthy scratch. Hey, by the way, Spencer Knight sent to the AHL, eh? No fucking way, really. Okay. Who's backing, up, yep. who's backing up uh, Big they, they just picked up Jonas Johansson off waivers from Colorado. Somebody oh, Colorado oh, picked yeah, up yeah, off yeah. waivers from Buffalo. I, I believe he's a Buffalo draft pick. Anyways, what happens if Spencer Knight doesn't – What if Devin Levi, a goaltender for BU, BC, one of those, for, played the last two years for the Canadian World Junior Team, Drafted by Florida. They traded him to Buffalo for who'd they get from Buffalo? Reinhardt? No, not Reinhardt. No, um Reinhardt was Cal- wasn't he? No, Bennett was Calgary. It was Reinhardt. For Reinhardt. If Levi becomes the guy and Knight doesn't, oh my God. Devin Levi, though. What happens if like I, I have a feeling that Come trade deadline, the Red Wings are still going to be like sw- swimming around a playoff spot. Probably not in on you know in or out around around that. I, I think Stevie makes a splash at the deadline. If we're in a playoff spot, or or if not, I think he makes a splash either way. Uh, I think there's no way. No, he's not. Gonna, we'll listen, listen. I don't listen. think that. I don't think this is a year to make a splash. I don't think you have. What? Okay, hold uh, on. Uh, before before you say anything else, what? What what do you what's the splash? Who do you think? Okay, yeah. I don't I don't yeah, yeah. who he could bring in is astronomical. There's so many people out there. No, no. Who, who we're do getting, you who think he can in. move yeah. that brings an astronomical trade? This is what I want to hear from you right now. Okay, so what do we trade Nick Letty for? It was Nick Letty for a second, and we trade and Panic, who we got in the Verona so trade. It was Verona just a money trade, a money move. Yeah, it was a. Well, we also move. got picks, I believe. Did we not? No, we, we yeah we we traded oh, yeah. a second with panic for Nick Letty. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, to I, eat his salary. Oh, and really, panic's salary went the other way. But but they are almost at the same salary. Right. Uh, and Letty is worth it. And panic's playing in the fucking AHL, guys. No, my my splash. Like panic, panic hasn't even played. Oh, sorry, panic played four games this year with the Isles. He's sure. he's in the AHL this year though. So right. that that was a great trade. Yeah, oh, give him a second. Fantastic, fantastic. Give him a fantastic. second because you know what? Yeah. We got 46 other seconds. Yeah, yeah, you got and a million Not even seconds. that many picks in one round, so fuck off. <laughs> no, my, what I meant by splash was like a trade like that where you're going to move a, probably a Nick Letty. If, if we're out of the playoff picture, a guy like that. Letty, oh. stall. Sure. Uh, uh, Letty, Letty's going to touch Kanye a lot more. could be somebody that, well, yes, Letty will get a lot more. But let's not take for think for a second that Stahl couldn't get the same thing Letty could. I don't think he could. I don't think he could. Now, now listen, I'm talking about somebody that needs Stahl as a fourth, fifth, sixth guy that they have their top four. Hey, if we give up a second or two seconds, we land Mark Stahl and now we solidify ourselves. But that's what I'm saying. He, he may be able to bring the same as Letty. So to Tim my point, Gagne, then, even okay, better yeah, for me. Go ahead. 
better with my point. I'm, that's what I was saying with the splash. We're not gonna we're not gonna get a first round pick. We're not gonna get like an A level prospect, but a guy who's like a floater, like uh, a guy who a team can't afford, like trade. Netty. Yeah, yeah, like a guy like Nettie, who like Carolina was never gonna retain him. Something like that. We'll, we'll get like a guy who's like, oh, uh, this will blow my mind till the end of time. They drafted Ned in fourteen. They right, raised yeah. him for seven years and then went three million dollars is too much. Well, we pay him three, don't we? No, I meant like peace, but like, yeah, oh. we pay him like three point one two five. Yeah, three point one two five million. Three million dollars, and they went out and got Ranta and Anderson, and Ned's better than both of them. Hey, Grant, yes, I know what the fucking standings look like, people. You don't want to holler. You don't got to holler, doing, back. baby. Carolina has a better team than we do. Oh, cool. I would Obviously, be doing yeah. better in that right now than. Well, maybe not than Ranta or Anderson because they are yeah. legitimate NHL goaltenders. But, you know, like I would be doing better in net yeah. playing on Carolina than I would be on Detroit right now because they're a better fucking team. Yeah. So I meant by make a splash is like a move like that. We're going to move like a, a like a Robbie Fabry, like a, a first round pick who never really panned out with their original team. And now they're going to come to Detroit and have like a career. Hey, you, you said his name. You said his name. I think he's still on the block. Who's that? Robbie. I don't think he is. I think I think he's solidified here. I don't I don't okay. I don't think Eiserman's actively looking to move him, but I feel like with him locked up, their teams would probably be coming and going, hey. So what you know, you... now that a team doesn't have to get him and then re-sign him, right? Now he, a team he got... goes, hey, he's locked up. So but maybe like a team like maybe a, a team like a St. Louis. The glorified third liner. Maybe like St. Louis might want him back. Like that's a perfect fit. St. Louis would love a guy like Robbie Fabry right now. Oh, I don't think they would. I think St. Louis is fucking. Where did he fire. play? He, he played. He played middle six there too. Yeah, I think uh, I gotta look at the Blues fire, lineup. Here though, St. Louis is so sick, dude. Uh, they're they, like, they are. got they got fucking Nathan Walker, Australian, never even played in the so, league. He Matt, scored fucking in hat tricks in his first but, NHL game and shit. So the, the second line is Buchnevich, Barbashev, Tarasenko. Third line's and Matt that could be Okay, and here's the thing. Buchnevich and Barb were both played uh, Guelph with Fabri, Bertuzzi, and, and uh, Smith. Puse. And Puse. Ew, and Giovanni. And Smith, yeah. The, the third okay, line. I lied. Pavel Buchnevich did not play. Oh, shit. Neither did Barbashev. There definitely is two other guys on St. Louis. That played uh, in the OHL with him. Bozak? No, not Bozak. Um, Hold on. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. That's what I'm saying. But like this Maybe is Oscar's pro- son. No, what the? Who the fuck? I, I, I'm looking to say. Okay, I got an even better idea. I, I think the, I think you could be Matt Pekka. Put him under the fourth line. Uh, yeah, they have like two no-namers in their fourth line. That'd be perfect. You bump down Matt Pekka to the fourth line where he probably should be playing. And then you, you you slide in Robbie Fabry. I'm not saying I want this to happen because I love Robbie Fabry. I think he should be a Red Wing for the next three years until his contract expires and some because it'll be 29 when it expires. Yeah. I mean, but I, get him. again, though, this is just like, yeah, shooting the breeze right now because Fabry is going to be a Red Wing for the next three years. hundred uh, percent. Okay. Do you want to hear this funniest thing that you probably don't really know because you're an American and not, not saying that, you know, you should know, but yeah, sure. The um, so the OHL is tier one junior A. There's also a tier two junior A, 
And then there's Junior B and Junior C. Yeah. yeah. Tier two, Junior A, the Toronto team, are the Toronto Canadiens. The triple A yeah. team, the triple A team as you're like growing up are the Toronto about midget? Yeah. They're the, like the Toronto Red Wings. <laughs> I have heard that before. Yeah. So they got the Red Wings and the Canadians. There's also the Toronto Marlboros, who John Tavares and Sam Gagne played on the same team with. Gagne and, her two, Gagne and Tavares now own the whole triple A or association. Of the Toronto Marlboros. Shout out to Gagne and Tavares. Love Gags. This organization is one of the best in Canadian hockey. They were going right down in the dumpster for whatever reason in Toronto. And Gagne and Tavares fought them and have brought them back to so good. Yeah. Dude, I got Gagne on Instagram. I don't know if you do. The amount of videos he shows. Like the other day he had like four or five videos of like him and his kids and his wife like dancing around the kitchen. And I was like. I, how can you not be romantic with this? Like, I just love yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just, he's all about hockey. He's 150%. He cares about nothing else than hockey. But then you see him at home and it's the like, beauty. look at how he cares with his Oh, look at her right now. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. how he has the talent to fucking coincide with caring so much about both things. Love I know that. a lot of players do it. I know a lot of players do it. I get it. You guys have a lot more talent than me, but I also don't have kids. So <laughs> maybe I do have that talent. It'll just never be tapped. Hey, Wes, you know what sucks about this Red Wings team? I'm, like, falling in love with these guys for the first time in a long time. And who knows in two years, like, how many of these guys are going to be around? Lots of them. You think so? I, th- yeah. I, I Hopefully Nemo comes back. Gags and Nemo, hopefully they come back. Smith is an oh, outlier. Now, those, now – now, while well, Smith's still signed, though, right? But he could be moved. He could be moved easily, or he, yeah, could be he like. Could, a... But, but, but also, let's, let's let's not forget. Hold on, while we talk about Giovanni, let's not forget who our general manager is, and let's not forget who sits at his right hand. Draper, Maltby, true, yeah, McCarty. true, 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 true. true, true. True. Pat Verbeek, these guys that he played with, and and I'm not saying that it takes them to show Eiserman the way, but I'm saying Eiserman right. and all these guys know that it takes a Giovanni Smith in your lineup. Hey, I just want to shout out one thing. Um, I we love won the cup 96, thing. 97, back to back. Then we won it in 02. Then we didn't win it for six years. Then Darren McCarty came back and we won it. Then McCarty was gone the next year and we lost it to Pittsburgh. Darren McCarty was that glue guy. Needed to be in the lineup. And he was in the lineup when we won four times. And we went for the fifth one. You know what the only problem was? The only thing that differed from those four Stanley Cups was that Darren fucking McCarty wasn't in the lineup. Holmstrom was still in the lineup. Malpy, Draper, Osgood. Yeah, McCarty yeah. wasn't there. We yep. Now, I'm not saying it's all put on McCarty's back, but I'm saying that's a guy that you need to win. And without bringing him yep. back from retirement in 08, we do not beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hot take, but prove me fucking wrong. McCarty was no, the fucking glue in take. that organization forever. 
even when he was so far in debt that Illich had to kiss him goodbye and pay off his <laughs> debt to send him somewhere else, Illich still had the power to bring him back to put another ring on his fucking finger. Okay, God, I, I want to ask Darren you something McCarty now. does things for me that, you, like, he the first time I ever touched the Stanley Mc- Cup was with Darren McCarty. Darren, now, my dad's from Leamington, Ontario. That's where Darren McCarty – oh, sorry, Keep my dad's from Wheatley. Wheatley and Leamington are right next to each other. Um, the first When the Red Wings won the Cup 97, my dad brought my sister and I to Leamington Arena with Darren McCarty bringing the Stanley Cup. So awesome. I have, I, you know, I, I, I love Darren McCarty. And then also the first time I touched the Stanley Cup is with Darren McCarty. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love that fucking man. What, and that like the definition of an actual flat out man, he had everything wrong with him and he should be dead. And you know what? I don't know if you've read his book, Evan, or fans out there. Read Darren McCarty's book. God, this man is a fucking fighter. And if you're not a Darren McCarty fan, you should be ashamed of yourself. You will be after you read one page of this fucking book. God, this man is just a fucking absolute legend. Now Evan's gone, so we got dead air time. My ass is just hanging on the air. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. No. No. I can't hear. I can't hear you, dude. No. I can't hear you. I can see your mouth moving, but I can't hear any words coming out. No, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear anything you're saying. I just see your mouth moving. I feel like I'm just talking to myself like a crazy bastard that I am. No. Nope. No. No. Should we start again? You want to, can you save if you shut it down? Okay. All right. Well, let's fucking do that then.